Welcome to the Mojo Market Report. Here's your hosts, Dave Sturgio and Chris Gucci. Welcome everybody to another episode of the Mojo Market Report right here on Wednesday. It is March the 16th, 316. What? Do you get that? I do. You do? You get the reference? Tim Tebow, so right? Oh, God. Oh, man. No, not even close. It is officially Stone Cold Steve Austin I Day. Reference. Uh, okay, good. It but is Dave Sturgeo. You know. Chris Gucci, who doesn't like wrestling, apparently. I love Stone Cold. Come on, bro. Who doesn't like Stone Cold Steve Austin? Honestly, like, let's let's be real. He's one of the, the realest dudes out there, and it was on this day. It wasn't really on this day. Um, you remember, do you, see, you never watched the promo, him beating the Jake the Snake, and... It's good times. I'll have to show it to you after the show. I'll take your word for it. I no, know no, no. We'll get, watch I know we get hammered down a, a beer or two. What? What? <laughs> anyway, I hope everybody's doing well out there. Uh, I know a lot of people that are doing well, and they're called Jets fans. Um, they're excited. Mm. Uh, a lot to get into today. Obviously, NFL free agency rolls on. More moves made. I, for one, uh, am have a little pep in my step today, despite the fact that yesterday, uh, after the show, there was rumors, rumors, rumors. Then it actually happens. We'll get into all of it. Uh, matter of fact, let's just get into it right now. So let's talk some NFL, um, and let's talk some Aaron Rodgers in jet green, ladies and gentlemen. So yesterday on the Mojo Market Report, we alluded to him dragging his feet. Maybe the Jets are dragging their feet. Maybe they're kicking the can down the road. All the while, it was the Green Bay Packers. It was all their fault. According to Aaron Rodgers yesterday on the Pat McAfee Show, which, by the way, did you see the numbers? Yeah. 1.3 million people turned uh, tuned in to uh, Pat McAfee. Um, it was about 460,000 live audience members, including his new best friend, Adam Schefter. Whoa. Give him the old bait and switch. Yeah. Meaning like they didn't give you a single bit of information. What do you mean? Realistically. Yes, to they me. Did. Yesterday, they did. They, they gave everything you could possibly they give. They gave all, all yesterday was was. It was like a, a confirmation of the news that we basically had already had confirmed was that Rodgers was going to the Jets. They had a deal was in place. It was is Rodgers going to retire or not? I guess that was the only real he thing. Was 90 he was ninety convinced. He wasn't coming back to Green Bay. You you, you call that a lie too? What? Bro, it was him. It was out of his mouth, bro. He's like, then, I went into the darkness, ninety percent convinced that I was retiring, yeah. and ten percent that I was going to play, and I came out and. We got a bunch of texts when I got the one bar. Oh, oh, oh. and then and then <laughs> so bar. if he's ninety percent convinced that he's going to retire, and then not, and ten percent that he's going to come out and play, then he then he gets all the texts, and those texts were based on reports that he he insubstantiates on his own because he says if you don't hear it from me, then it's not true. So all those reports that everyone else heard, but not from you, they were okay to well, be it true. Was, it was it was direct text and calls he, and voicemails. It wasn't like he was looking at Adam Schefter's he report. Also, you know? He also said that the writing was on the wall. After the um, the, the offseason, as soon as the offseason started, the writing was on the wall that this was the deal. When they drafted Green, when they drafted Jordan Love four years ago, that was when the writing became on the wall. You know, it just so happened that Aaron Rodgers went out there and won two MVPs, and that's why they couldn't have that conversation with the guy. Look, they couldn't say like, "Hey, we're shipping you off." He's like, "All right, hold on, watch this," and then he throws the MVP season, and then another one, and, and it's just like that's why you can't get rid of Aaron Rodgers now off a down year. They, according to what Aaron said yesterday. The Packers told him after the season, take all the time you need, figure it out. We would love you back. That's what they told him when he got out of the darkness retreat and whatever, right? Which, by the way, the details of that, phenomenal. Um, the uh, After he got out of that, he comes out. He gets all the messages from his friends close to the situation that, saying that, 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 that the Packers reports. have moved on or trying to move on. 
Meaning, meaning like time he, for meaning, Jordan Love. Meaning they saw the Ian Rappaport report. They saw the Adam Schefter report when Aaron was in the darkness. And they texted their boy and said, hey, are these reports true? So it's okay for Aaron Rodgers to, to listen to reports, but it's not okay for us. That's what I took away from that. I thought that was hypocritical. I feel like you went full, talk about wrestling before, you went full, full heel on Aaron Rodgers. Going no, no, no. Forward. I feel like Aaron Rodgers went full heel on me. You know, like wow. I've, been, I've been the one that's been, been sticking up for him forever. Brett, another wrestling wrestler. Um, he he thanked the fans. I think that was a gloss over. I'm not sitting here and saying like, oh, Aaron Rodgers should have thanked me personally or this or that. But I don't know. I mean, I think he could have handled it better. The the truth of the matter is, the Packers didn't say you could take all the time in the world. The Packers. That's what- Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers said. is to me lying in that situation because it's crazy to say that. The Packers are out publicly. Like, I listened to the interviews at the Combine. Mm-hmm. At the Combine, they were saying, like, well, we were wanting things done by free agency. There was no way that they were saying, Aaron, let this drag out middle of the offseason. Like, they wanted answers. Aaron took a little longer than maybe they would have liked. And, honestly, it's all going to work out for the Packers in the long run anyway because Jordan Love's going to be a decent quarterback at, at worst, I believe. So we have ourselves a starter. I'm okay with it. Uh, we're potentially now because the Jets put themselves in this situation. They're like pointing at the screen, <laughs> live tweeting Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee show. If I'm the Packers, I'm also live tweeting. Like, we want more. That would be my live tweet. It'd be like, yeah, we want more because you guys are having a party. And it's like, well, you're still under contract with the Packers. So we don't have to give you anything. It's and interesting. Now, I did say that the Packers were going to demand more. They are. Now they are demanding more. And it's not two ones, but that's a report. Right? We can't believe those. Um, you would assume. It's more than what it was two days ago. You would, it's more than what it was on the parameters that they agreed this. to. Yesterday's price is not today's price. I, I Like I said, I think that no matter what, the 13th overall pick in the draft is on the table. A no-brainer. 1,000%. No and if, you know what? And if the Jets pull this off without giving that up, then then Joe Douglas deserves the Pulitzer Prize. I'll be sick give him a to my Nobel stomach. Peace Prize. Give him the keys to the city. Sick to my stomach because of the way that the that will be a, uh, an extreme mishandle, in my opinion. You know, if look, they're getting that pick. Now, if they don't get that pick after think. all this, after all this, that would be atrocious. It would be a travesty. Honestly, that would be a fireable offense. You can't unload Hall of Fame four-time MVP, um, especially given the gravity of the situation where the Jets are completely toast if they do not get. Aaron Rodgers. So what's the what's the grand scheme of all this? What what do you think? What plays out? Because on the Mojo stock and, and on the market on the app yesterday, Aaron Rodgers little uptick. Remember, at the end of last year, people were starting to short Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, thinking that maybe this was it, right? And then now all of a sudden, I want to play again. Chip, 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 chip builds up on the shoulder. He's ready to go. By the way, I don't know if you noticed, uh, Rob, wrestling Rob. He hit me up. He's like, "Is it me or is he flashing that?" Super Bowl ring way too much on that interview. Like every time he took a sip of whatever he was drinking, some kind of some kind of Pepto Bismol looked like. <laughs> every time that shiny ring was right in your face. So look, Aaron Rodgers is who he is, right? But now we're talking about the actual play. What's going to happen to the New York Football Jets if this happens and when it happens? It all seems likely that it's going to happen, and there's just compensation needs to be discussed. Are the Jets immediately like? I don't want to say Super Bowl contenders because that's yeah, that's. A, I mean, like you think it's a Super Bowl when contender? We're, when we're looking at AFC is loaded. All right, Super Bowl contender. We're gonna say what would you say a Super Bowl contender is? Because I'm talking about Vegas odds. They're 100 percent going to be considered a Super Bowl contender. That's just a not. I've been a telling anybody that would listen that the Jets last year were just a quarterback, a good, a competent quarterback play away 
from being in the playoffs at yeah, the very least. I, I would say so, but um, now they got the quarterback, so there's no excuse. They're going to 100% be uh, at least considered a favorite, according to the, the odds makers, going in. Aaron Rodgers is going to definitely change the game. When there was just the agreed-to trade in parameters, I think that they jumped to, like, sixth sixth in the league to win it all. So now if it becomes official, you would imagine that that at least bumps up a little bit. But what do I think happens? I think that there's a chance, a very, very good chance at that, where the New York Jets finish third in the AFC East next year, still. Because the Dolphins made moves. The Dolphins, if Tua comes back fully healthy and his brain isn't scrambled eggs like it was at the back end of this season, adding Jalen Ramsey, adding the pieces that they added, they have the receivers in place. The they coach do. is there now, a second year. The running back I think situation a, got solidified. I think he's a significantly better coach, uh, choice at head coach, than Robert Sala. Um, and then you obviously have the Bills. So the AFC East is loaded. And then the one bum Well, look, team, that, that, that's not out of the realm of possibility. We saw what the NFC East was able to do with almost sending four teams to the playoffs. So it's not out of the realm of possibility I'm not, that I'm that, not that saying, happens. I'm not saying third place in the East doesn't get them a wild card. Okay. I'm saying, but when you look around the division, you look around the AFC, I mean. Yeah, sure, everybody you know, should be better. The Broncos There's going to be the be Bengals. Better. You don't know what the Ravens are going to do if Lamar's back or not. Uh, the Steelers, who knows, Kenny Pickett year two. Year two, Kenny Pickett uh, year two, know, Pickens, right. There, there could be some teams that are that are looking to make a push as well. It's not just the Jets that are trying to do things. Chargers. Denver added a bunch. The Chargers were supposed to be good last year. They kind of tailed off a little bit. I almost bit. feel like, and this is unfortunate for people in our inner circle, but, like, man, the Raiders are, might be like a – you know, the Raiders might be at the bottom of the barrel next year. I mean, like yeah. Jimmy G wins games, but they've lost some Jimmy talent Jimmy G over wins there. games when the defense has – you can't block their front And Jimmy forward. G wins games when he has playmaker beyond playmaker What's beyond playmaker. What's going to happen when Jimmy G has to score 35 because the, the defense can't stop anybody? Can't do it. I can't know, do it. I don't know can't about that one. No. But, yeah. So, look, the Jets are obviously contenders <clears throat> with Aaron Rodgers. What happens to the Packers? Now, look, the Jordan Love effect. We've been talking about it. Until we're out of breath to go invest in Jordan Love. You made it your one guy. At the end of the year, we had a conversation. We said, who's the one guy that you want to go invest in right now? And that was January, guys. January. Chris went out there and said, go get Jordan Love right now. He's up 70% in this month alone. He's up 5% in 24 hours. Every time there's more news about Aaron Rodgers, Jordan Love goes up. Because, look, his price right now is $14.77. Okay, 14. He is the 50th 5-0 highest ranked quarterback on the Mojo market right now. Still. They have not caught up to him yet. He is a starter in this league. And if you really want to call push the shove, Week two. you could call him a top. I, I'm not this is not arbitrary. 20? 20? Just just off of put it this way. If, Moxie if alone. You were, if you were doing, if you just stripped everybody, keep the contracts in place and the situations in place, right? Going into this season and you stripped down everybody off their team quarterback-wise mm. and you redrafted quarterbacks, where do you think Jordan Love would get picked? So I, listen, I know you know him more in depth. And what from Aaron Rodgers said yesterday on the Pat McAfee show that the dude is a hustler. He works hard. He's getting I'm better every saying, year. Like, I based, don't know. Based on, the, based on the fact that he was a first-round What pick, year did he come out? Two thousand and this is he was he was the pre-COVID rookie year so like that was the like twenty nineteen he's in his he's going into his fourth year nineteen twenty twenty one twenty two twenty three yeah so fifth year no he's going into his fourth so it was so 2020. he was twenty twenty so yeah. the same draft as uh, Sidney Lamb yeah okay so the COVID draft so Mister Armchair announce all your picks from your living room okay so in that draft who are the quarterbacks taken twenty twenty I'm, I'm drawing a blank but twenty twenty quarterbacks uh, let's see here. 2020. Why am I yeah, I know. Twenty twenty quarterback draft class. Okay, top eight. Here we go. Oh well, all right. 
James Morgan. What the hell? All right, so hold on. I, I mean, I'm trying to pull this up here. Jacob Eason. Jalen Hurts is five. Jordan Love was ranked fourth after the draft. So this is like an article that was written right after the draft. Tua was in that draft. Justin Herbert was in that draft. Joe Burrow. Yes. Okay. Would you take now, knowing what you know now, on this list, would you take Jordan Love over Tua? A hundred percent. Yeah? Yeah. Wow. One guy's already been maybe talked about his career being over. I mean, he was the fifth overall pick in the draft, which is crazy to me. I mean, it's one, not crazy, but like one guy's been spoken about maybe his career being over. Now I know he's won some games in this league, but the the knock on Jordan Love is never going to be he can't reach you. He could throw. No, I, I've seen his his arm. Small sample size. Again, he came in during a you know one game suspension or whatever it was for Rodgers. He came in this year, right? Did he play this year? Yeah, he had that. He came in a little bit and spelled uh, Rodgers in the Philly game, and he hit. Christian Watson on a dart when That's they went right. for 65 yards so out look, of the gate. I, you okay you can't say the proof is in the pudding yet, but you can say the hype is there. What you do you can think, say. What do you think Rodgers' record was his first year as a starter? What was the Packers' record that year? 2000. That was 2008 he started. was his first year. I want to say they went to the Super Bowl in 2010. I want to say his first year starting quarterback. Do you know it? Yeah. Okay. It's probably 10 and 6. Six and ten. Good lord. Okay. Right? They went they went from thirteen and three to six and ten. But the following year they went to the playoffs and they they lost a, a complete insane game to the Cardinals where Darnell Dockett actually strip sacked Rodgers in the end zone in overtime and it was like a fifty one forty five final. Packers were losing. Oh my by god, I remember that game. Twenty one yeah. out of the gate. They ended up tying it up. Then they were down fourteen again, tied it up again, right? Mm-hmm. Wild game. You did Wild say game. something pretty bold yesterday. That there is some history here in the history of the NFL. What was the stat? See, I'm not so it's a little I, bit of a it's huge a stretch, stat because but it's, the it's 49ers fun. didn't draft Steve Young, but we had we've had a situation where, you know, Only Hall of three. Fame quarterback, Hall of Fame quarterback, Hall of Fame quarterback, Joe Montana, Brett Favre. Then you have Steve Young sitting underneath him with the same head coach three years, right? All of a sudden, Joe Montana gets hurt. Steve Young gets the job. He becomes a Hall of Famer. Aaron Rodgers and Joe and Brett Favre. You guys know the history there. We were, we're reliving it right now, right? So you guys know where I'm going with this. Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre, Hall of Famer, sat three years behind a Hall of Famer, same head coach, enters as a starter with the same head coach, Hall of Fame career. That's Here we the are. precedent that we've set we so are. far. I'm not saying Jordan loves a Hall of Famer, but I think. Very rare where you see a situation where you have a first-round talent in the NFL Mm -hmm. that gets to sit three seasons before even taking an important snap outside of the KC game, which there was no expectations there. Outside of that game two years ago where you don't take a single snap that that counts and then you get to enter the season four as a starter for the first time with the same head coach and a pretty good roster around you. A lot of times you see first-round talents enter as a starter and they're playing with a with a dog shit team, excuse my language. One hundred percent. No, that's, that's what you're well, going to see with the Panthers. That's, that's what you're going to see with the Texans. That's what you're going to see out of all the teams that draft a quarterback early this year. That's just how it goes. So, um, I, the, I would I would say the best situation to be in right now, if you're looking at a team that could possibly go over the hump with a new quarterback, maybe the Colts because they're not off. They were like a quarterback away. Maybe the Packers. Maybe the Packers. But um, anyway. More NFL news yesterday. Now, uh, if they do better this season than they did last, I don't think it's going to be because solely the quarterback play. No, Jordan Love is going to have to play well, but the defense leaves a lot of room for improvement as a team because they didn't play well, but they have the pieces in place. So I do think Green Bay makes improvements. Do you anyway. automatically assume that the Packers draft two weapons for him at 13-15 if they get the 13th overall from the Jets? I don't automatically assume anything with the way the Packers are in the front office because 
you know, who knows? Best player available is how you approach it, I think, in the top 15. Mm. Um, unless no, you just, no, you, you take what you need in the beginning. I mean, At the end of the first round, then it's best player available. I mean, it depends because it looks... It depends on who's on their board. It looks like if you if they have... have if, if they 10 have guys, guys listen, they're all gone. Yeah, it's like, it, then, yeah. Or, then, or if they have maybe, okay, a guy that they need at, at we'll say, tackle, right? They need a tackle, but there's 10 tackles they like, and there's only two receivers that they like. You then jump and take the receiver and... Quality and over quantity at that the, point. the tackle yeah. you get later on down the road. Um, Baker Mayfield decided to also make headlines yesterday by signing a one-year deal with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Me and Chris are both in agreement. This might not be the best matchup for them. I, I mean, look, I understand you need a quarterback after the Brady thing, and he retires, and Kyle Trask is on the roster. Nobody knows anything about this guy because he's never seen the light of day because of Tom Brady. But now Baker Mayfield proves himself a little bit in L.A. from, from you know from going to a bad situation to a decent situation on a bad team in which the Rams were kind of like a laughing stock towards the back end. But there was a couple times where you're like, okay, we come, we come in the, on a Monday morning like, okay, Baker, okay, you know. How much does that continue with Tampa Bay? I don't know. So, Chris Godwin, yeah. Mike Evans, great. They have the weapons, but they might want out at this Todd point. Todd Bowles know. and Baker Mayfield is not going to be a, a project that I think will work out. I think that's going to be a dumpster fire at best. You guys, or if you've been watching, you already know how I feel about Baker. Yeah, Baker's just going around right now and collecting fan bases that are going to hate him forever. Because <laughs> now Tampa's <laughs> up next. Right? I guess the Rams kind of don't have anything wrong to say, uh, bad to say about They don't Baker. have any fans. That's the problem. That's they, true. They had fans the Super Bowl year, but then they went away again. Um, uh, and the GM went out there and said, F them fans. We don't need those guys either. Um, and unfortunately, unfortunate news for my Dallas Cowboys. Uh, they finally parted ways uh, with Ezekiel Elliott after seven seasons, or, or at least, you know, he's 2016, so six seasons, whatever it's been. Seven. Seven seasons. So he's obviously, obviously has all-time numbers with, with Dallas um, I said it yesterday as a tongue-in-cheek joke on another show saying that Zeke is the third best Dallas Cowboys running back of all time. And when you have the lineage of Dallas Cowboys running backs, that ain't bad company. You're up there with Tony Dorsett and Emmitt Smith, right? Because every team in the world has 77 running backs throughout the course of their careers. These guys have three standouts. Zeke puts himself in that situation. It's crazy. He wasn't even the best running back on his team last year. Wow. All right. We're, we're there. We're there. I woke up today. It wasn't a dream. It was actually a nightmare. And I'm living it still. <laughs> that uh, joke wrote itself. That I, was a layup. 100%. But I, for me, look, was it time for him to go? I thought they could have done something incentive-based. Uh, I thought they could have kept this guy around for morale. I thought they could have kept Dak Prescott's best friend on the team. But it's not friends. It's it's a business, and I understand that. What what? That's exactly what I was thinking. I, that's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, let's keep this guy around. Pay him like a fullback. Pay him like a, a used check. I think they tried to. That's the thing. From what I hear, sources have told me um, that the agent wasn't having it. Um, they tried to say, hey, listen. Here's what you're worth. Blame the agent, but it's the player. Rocky is his name. The player, and, um, too, man. Like, the agent, I'm sure the agent isn't just saying, hey, um, this is what they're offering. And, and you know, Z could say no, so yes or what no. The, prob the problem is this. The problem going forward is this. Is there a, um, a is there a market for Zeke? Now, from reports that I've read, it looks like it could be a Tampa Bay who have cut Leonard Fournette, which to me, I told you yesterday, kind of Spider-Man meme-ish right there where you're just like, oh, you're the same guy, you know. 
Um, I think Fournette might have a little bit more bruiser juice left than Zeke. I don't know. Um, but then there was rumors about the Chargers with Kellen Moore over there and the fact that they're trying to shop Austin Eckler. Uh, this guy's been haggling me for 20 hours about possibly an NFC East team landing uh, Zeke Elliott. Maybe Zeke behind Barkley. I can't see it. Um, I would throw up all over this desk. Uh, or, Zeke, that... or Zeke behind Rashad Penny. In, in Philadelphia. No. No, it's not happening again. I'm not doing this to Marco Murray crap all I over again. I could see him in a commander's uniform. Oh, God. Is it, no. What, he's going to back up that Brian Robinson? That would be the that you would least mind. Oh, I don't give a crap. I mean, it's like when Noah Brown left, he went, like, I was like, oh, man, he was a good third down receiver. And they're like, yeah, he signed with the Texans. I'm like, okay, good luck. You know, like, best um, of luck to if you. If I'm making my prediction on where Zeke ends up, I'm going to predict the Giants first. Oh, stop. Because I think that's going to bother Dave. But I also think I do see Zeke as an NFC East lifer. You're out of your you know? mind. I just it doesn't it. work like that. It doesn't it work does. like that. It does. It actually does. It actually works like Give that Give me one lot. example. All right. LaShawn McCoy. Didn't he? Oh, no, no. no that's not Chiefs. a bad example. The um, DeMarco Murray. That was one guy in okay. 2015. So there's there's not been Giants running backs that have, that have um, gone to other teams in the NFC East? No. Never? I, I mean, I can't say never, but I I'm think Brian s- Mitchell played on every team. In Brian the Mitchell NFC played on every team except for the Cowboys. Um, <laughs> um, I anyway. see him as an NFC East guy. That's yeah. just me. Great. Um, or realistically, what I actually see here is a very cheap deal going to the Browns and backing up Nick Chubb. It's kind of a similar style. Um, Kareem Hunt's on the out from Ohio in, the, in, in there. Or he's, from he's Chicago, from Chicago Illinois. or Illinois, but he went to Ohio State. Or if we're looking at it, I don't know what the contract situation is between Samaji Piran. He's being. Uh, I thought he re-signed with the Bengals but behind I Joe see, Mixon, who I'm might saying, be suspended. I'm I don't saying know. that a possibility between the Bengals and Zeke is is on my radar. We'll see because what of happens that there. Situation. All of a sudden now, Tony Pollard, who was already in, in most people's eyes, he was already RB one. Now it's official. He's a RB one, and um, you know. He's coming off injury. He's franchise tagged. He is now trying to get the bag. Now, when we say bag, there's other guys that made some moves yesterday that you're now realizing that the bag might not be as lucrative. Uh, we we said that, and I said that to you last night. Have you ever seen a position in the NFL lose more value faster than the running back? I've never seen anything like this. I mean, this like, is insane. I think amongst the NFL, like Miles Sanders, like amongst the NFL deal. execs, I think it's kind of lost its value years back. And we saw that once you started seeing what, like, the Broncos were doing post-Terrell Davis, where they just pretty much inserted oh. their back any any one of them. And credit to those guys, because they made a lot of stars and over there. And you started seeing it. And when you look around at Super Bowl teams, like, not many of them have this star running back. It's a lot of these Super Bowl teams are a committee. And the sure. dynasties are a committee. The Patriots. Name me a running back that lasted for the Kevin Patriots. Falk. <laughs> right? I just first Chiefs. name popped in my head. That's the two best teams that I could think of over the course of the last... 20 years that have been like largely dominant like Chiefs are approaching dominance now two Super Bowls five straight AFC championship games that's dominant who's their running back been outside of Kareem Hunt that Pacheco this year but he wasn't even the running back out of the gate, and no, he, he wasn't, wasn't even the starter. It was Clyde Edwards Alaire. Like he he had McKinnon. he had games this year where he had three touches at best. Right. So speaking that's of how, the that's Chiefs, how done now. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster made career suicide. <laughs> he goes from the Chiefs, signs. He goes from Patrick Mahomes all the way east to play with Bill Belichick and Mac Jones. Now, Mac Jones, they're building around him, believe it or not. They are starting to stack some receivers over there, but I've, I've, I've never seen Mac Jones as the guy. I'm sorry. Don't see it. Uh, if you're a Mac Jones supporter, I apologize, but it's at the same time I'm looking at you like, 
I think you missed it. I think you missed the boat here. I don't think Mac Jones is the answer for the Patriots going forward. That's just me. Um, but in any event, a lot of stuff still going on. The Cowboys are rumored to have um, they restructured a whole bunch more guys yesterday. Uh, Demarcus Lawrence, he restructured for like the 15th time, I feel like. He, he's kicking a lot of money down the, down the street. Uh, Tyron Smith restructured. So there could be another move by the Dallas Cowboys move, uh, made within the next, I don't know, 24, 48 hours. They're saying that the, the, the Rodgers thing, that could drag out to draft. Mm. I, I read that yesterday, and I'm like, because I, there's I no... There's no actual reason why anybody has to do anything. Now. Yeah. Now it's just like a staring contest. They're just who's going to blink first? The Packers or the Jets? You know what I mean? The Jets have probably already made their offer, and now the Packers just have to mull it over. So I'm I'm excited to see the compensation. What's the because counter? everything is worth it. I said this yesterday. If they really did want two ones, right? This year's thirteenth, next year's first round pick. I would still do that in a heartbeat. Why? Because next year's draft pick, by all means, you would think is going to be in the top in the, the late twenties. After because all, of the after record, seeing what I saw yesterday, and I'm the Packers front office, and the Jets are live tweeting and things like that. Like it's like all those reporters were coming out yesterday. It's like the Packers and the Jets are still working out a trade, but mm-hmm. the Packers are not looking for two ones. I would look if I if I'm a Packers GM and I get that headline, I'd be like, well, we are now. Well, we are now. Right. Exactly. Now we're looking for two ones. Exactly. All right, what are you going to do? Say no? Yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> the Jets some, are going to give us whatever we want. Cover some point. NBA before we get out of here real quick, just to wrap up some prop bets that we hit or did not hit. Uh, there is some news, though. John Morant has been suspended eight games by the NBA on top of what Memphis just did to him, so he'll be out for the back stretch of the John season. John Morant's probably not going to play again this year. I don't know, but there is a, there is a sit-down. That's about to air. I saw with Jalen Rose. Uh, not Jalen yeah. Rose. Yeah, yeah. Jalen Rose and him had a sit down. I don't know what he said or what he's saying. He's probably just advocating for gun violence or some it crap was like that. Bullshit. <laughs> it was a bullshit interview. It was it was basically lob questions. They did not press him one bit. There wasn't anything. It was a it was a PR stunt. And well, it the was, PR it, stunt it didn't do him any favors. But it was basically saying like it wasn't my gun. I don't condone violence and. It's blah, like, blah, well, blah, 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 yeah. don't, in hindsight, and yes, you have an image to uphold, and that's kind of where that conversation went, and it said, I will do better going forward. Now, my question about this whole situation with John Moran is, like, where's your father at getting hammered at, this, at on the court side in the games? Nobody has anything bad to say about John Moran's dad, but everyone has a lot of shitty things to say, excuse my language, about LeVar Ball. I'm not taking sides on who's good, who's bad for their kids' LeVar career. Ball. Investor in Mojo and things like that, but but the truth of the matter is, it's he, like he, he bought stuff. Come on, man! When you have you have a superstar, you got his father's front and center at all these games. Did That's Shannon true. Sharp really like just call his shot and like hit the nail on the head two or three weeks ago with the John Moran thing? Could he be. Said, You're not a thug. Stop acting like that. You grew up rich. Your real name's Clarence. <laughs> um, and I'm not going Went that route. I, I love John Morant, the player. I, I think he's going to be man. a great this guy. Is so disappointing. I think you know it, it is disappointing. Ever since he came out and said that we got it, it, you know, we're fine in the West. I think John Morant. He entered this season as like you know nobody had a bad word to say about him except for the fact that he couldn't play defense or doesn't. So uh, what does that mean? It's, uh, for John Morant to do this, it's like nobody had a bad thing to say about him. He's like, oh, man, that's not a good yeah, image. Yeah, it just doesn't make I need any this, sense. I need this to change. I need you to think that I'm tough, and this is how you're going to do it. But anyway, the real situation is this. The Memphis Grizzlies right now sit at the two seed. The Suns are right there, one game behind them. There's 12, 13 games left. 
they're going to lose the two seed because John Morant decided to do this. Well, crap. I don't know about all that because I last think the year, Suns are going to catch year, him. Last year, John ja missed like twenty five games or twenty six games. They were twenty one and five or something without John ja Morant. Yeah, because they're playing defense. <laughs> I don't know, and their defensive metrics went up considerably. Yeah, so. I remember that. I don't know what John Morant. I know that they can't win a title or contend for a title without John Morant, but I think they could win. Per, their winning percentage could remain the same. Mm. I don't know what it's been without him. Liquid props last night, ladies and gentlemen. I played four of them, uh, the four that the Mojo announced on their Twitter. So be sure to follow them on Twitter as they announce the biggest props. But boy, oh boy, is that prop site getting even like that one page where all the props. Plentiful. A lot of money to be made on the Mojo market. Embiid set at 32.5 yesterday. He hits 36. Slam that one. James Harden. This was the interesting one, and I, I felt good when I saw it in real time. Harden, 2.85 three-pointers made. He hits that third three-pointer. I was like, ching! I got myself one on that one. I did lose on uh, Donovan Mitchell. So he continues to be somebody I start to dislike a little bit more because he's going to be the guy that drops 55 at the Garden um, during the playoffs because you know it's going to happen. Uh, he was set at 27. He only goes for 21 last night. Um, Evan Mobley was set at 11.14 rebounds. Guess what, guys? He, he had 11.15 rebounds. <laughs> it's 12 and hits the bet. So there you go. Those bets are always active. And, guys, I, I, I got to tell you, now because March Madness has begun, you had uh, a couple playing games over the last couple days. March Madness is here. They now have props. Uh, you can go futures on who you think is going to win the tournament. You can cash out. You can go up. You can reinvest. If you think they're on a run, go for it. They have prop bets on these kids. The kids are all available to play prop bets every game. Every single game in March Madness will have some action on the Mojo market. And the only way to do that is to follow us right now, which, by the way, is, in fact, at Mojo TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, at Mojo, M-O-J-O. Very easy to find us. And, of course, join us on the Discord. This is where you find out all your information each and every day over there on the Mojo app. Do it responsibly. Have some fun. March Madness is here. Celebrate 316 at 316 with a beer uh, if you're of age. And, um, yeah, enjoy the rest of the day. More free agency madness Tomorrow, more March Madness. Tomorrow, more stuff. NBA, Feel Good Friday coming at you for Dave Sturchio, Chris Gucci. This has been another episode of the Mojo Market Report. Back here tomorrow. Welcome to Jordan Love season. Hall of Fame career starts. Now.